0: up, Pharmacy Nation. I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, at critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 782. In this episode, I'll discuss how I would treat Wernicke's encephalopathy if I were completely out of IV thiamine. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 782. Wernicke's encephalopathy is an acute disorder that has a significant mortality and neurologic morbidity associated with it. Usual treatment for Wernicke's involves high doses of IV thiamine. At the time of this recording, there is an ongoing shortage of IV thiamine products in the U.S., although some manufacturers do seem to have product available. When not constrained by a drug shortage... IV thiamine is liberally recommended for the prophylaxis of Wernicke's encephalopathy at a dose of 250 mg per day in patients who are felt to be at risk, while the treatment dose has been recommended to be as much as 1,500 mg of IV thiamine daily. These high-dose recommendations were constructed under the premise that IV thiamine is cheap, safe, and widely available, so it's better to risk giving too much if the alternative, when giving too little thiamine, is permanent neurologic damage. During a time of shortage, I prefer to conserve IV thiamine for those patients most likely to have Wernicke's and use alternative sources of IV thiamine if possible for other patients. However, it's likely that clinicians may be faced with the dilemma of having a patient with suspected Wernicke's encephalopathy and no IV thiamine available to provide treatment. In this scenario, the only alternative source of thiamine would be enteral thiamine tablets. Oral thiamine has not been recommended to treat Wernicke's because it's widely believed that it has poor bioavailability due to a saturable active absorption process. However, a study published in 2012 in BMC Clinical Pharmacology challenges that concept and seems to show that at very high doses, there must be some form of passive, non-saturable absorption of thiamine. Healthy subjects in this study were given oral thiamine at doses of 100mg, milligrams, 500mg, milligrams, and 1500mg. The 500mg dose achieved plasma thiamine levels approximately equivalent to those achieved by 100-200mg to 200 milligram IV doses. The peak concentration for the oral 500mg dose of thiamine occurred at 3 hours. The fifteen hundred milligram dose achieved plasma levels three and a half times that of the five hundred milligram dose. The peak concentration for the oral fifteen hundred milligram dose of thiamine occurred at four hours. The results of the study suggest that there is both an active and passive mechanism of thiamine absorption. In the study, high blood levels comparable with some doses of IV thiamine were achieved rapidly in 4 hours or less. It should be noted the study was performed in healthy patients, not critically ill patients with suspected Wernicke's encephalopathy. However, the study appears to be the only information available on the pharmacokinetics of high doses of oral thiamine. If I were faced with a situation of treating Wernicke's without any IV thiamine, I would use the evidence in this study to guide my Thymon dose decision making. To get access to my free download area with 20 different resources to help hospital pharmacists in their practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.